Welcome to Celestial Insights, a weekly podcast that brings the stars down to earth. I'm your host, astrologer, coach, and intuitive Celeste Brooks. My purpose is to provide practical, unique, and insightful guidance to help you navigate the energies of the week like a boss. Hello, this is Celeste of Astrology by Celeste, and on this episode, I will discuss the astrology for the week of March 12th, 2023. The Moon Mastery Program is my signature course. It's a tool for self-discovery and manifesting with more ease. Class starts this Tuesday, March 14th at 5 p.m. Pacific Time. Classes are 90 minutes. They're taught live. You learn everything about the moon and her cycles in order to have a better connection with your inner voice and have a life that is more balanced, calm, and help you build better relationships with others by understanding how you need to feel nurtured, what makes you feel safe, understanding more about your subconscious and reactive behaviors and those of the people that you love. So if you're interested, check out my website, astrologybyceleste.com. There'll be a link in the show notes. There's still time to set up. Moon Mastery 101 is six weeks and 201 is six weeks as well. And you get a discount if you sign up for both at the same time. If you have any questions about the course to see if it's right for you, you can email me at celeste at astrologybyceleste.com. It's appropriate for beginners to astrology, as well as I've had several professional astrologers take the course. So check it out. I would love to be your guide as you dive into the magic and the mystery of our lunar teacher. I also have new moon workshops every month. So if you're not wanting to commit to a full course, but you would like to work on understanding astrology deeper, as well as have accelerated goal achievement, you can join one of my workshops. The next one is for the Aries New Moon. It's next Sunday, March 19th at noon Pacific time. You can buy just the one for $35 or buy a pack of four for $98 for a deep discount. So check out the show notes or my website and I'd love to see you there at the workshop. The theme of the week is Shark Week because Mars is so in focus and sharks are the apex predators of the sea. We are in Pisces season and there are three big things I want you to think about. The first is that Mars is having several aspects this week. So I wanted to talk a little bit about the principle of Mars. Mars is the masculine principle. It's yang energy. It pushes outward. Mars is our primal force that drives us to get what we want without thinking about other people. It's just like the I principle. And that's why Mars is at home in Aries, the first sign of the zodiac, the zodiac sign that says, I am. And Mars is also at home in Scorpio, and Scorpio is I desire. So it rules what we desire, 
It rules enthusiasm, striving. It's the planet of fighting and fornication. It's all about survival and protecting ourselves. Mars gets us out of bed. Yes, it's considered a malefic because it takes away. It can cut, it can sever, it can separate from. But without Mars, we'd all just be like jellyfish. So it's really important. So it's at home in Aries because, like I said, that's the I am principle. People with strong or Mars and Aries can be wonderful soldiers or firefighters. They're the people that run into the burning building while everyone else is running out in order to protect principles that they hold dear. So you can think about Mars and Aries being the soldier. Mars and Scorpio is more like the sniper, the strategic person who can remain hidden, but like has this surgical ability to strike for exactly what it's going after. Also, Mars and Scorpio, an amazing researcher or scientist. Now, Mars is in what's called detriment when it's opposite its home sign. So in Taurus, it can be really a difficult energy for people to harness. On the shadow side, Mars and Taurus can be a ticking time bomb. Like you can think about the bull where energy can just get really pent up and pent up anger can lead to an explosion, potentially even of violence. So people with Mars and Taurus have to learn how to manage the negative emotions or manage how they handle anger and disappointment and things like that, or there can be violence. Taurus is one of the bestial signs, the four-footed signs where people can act out of, you know, this more animalistic nature. Mars is also in detriment in the sign of Libra. And Libra is a humane sign. It's an air sign. It wants balance. It wants harmony. And putting the planet of conflict in this sign that wants balance is a difficult one. It can lead people to be very indecisive or so interested in compromising that they won't stand up for themselves or stand up for principles that they really believe in. So that's something they have to learn how to work with. But they could be great lawyers or diplomats and things like that. People learn how to work with planets when they're in detriment or signs they don't really like to be in. Mars is exalted in the sign of Capricorn because when you bring that practical Earth energy with that executive function and drive, you can have an incredible leader or manager that has the ability to initiate decisively actions that lead to success. On the opposite side, it's in fall in Cancer where acting out of emotion can bring a lot of negative conflict and energy, fighting with the family you can think about or within a family you can think about with Mars and Cancer. Yeah, things like that or like getting so angry and caught up in emotions that you lose the ability to kind of get things done effectively. Although that can be someone who is an incredible mama bear with that Mars and Cancer You can work with the energy no matter what. Mars and Aries is not always good. It can be like someone who's also uses that energy very negatively. But that's Mars. 
And on Tuesday, Mars will square Neptune for the third and final time during this never-ending transit through Gemini. Things may be coming clear this week for you about how you use your energy, especially when you come up against Neptunian things where you may feel a little frustrated or the path seems unclear or there's something you hold dear with your ideals that you really stand up for. Mars square Neptune is the holy war transit. And so that is happening on Tuesday where you may see people fighting and mostly Mars and Gemma and I, hopefully verbal fighting, although also like handguns and knives or Mars and Gemma and I handheld weapons. Yeah, fighting for their principles. Notice if you see that this week or if you feel the need to really fight for your principles, but take some time to think about what's gone on since last August about how you exert your energy, how you handle frustrations, how you handle mental anxiety, things like that. The sun in Pisces will also square Mars this week and Mercury and Pisces will also square Mars this week. So there can be some clarity about how you're going to move forward after this conflict where there's a spotlight on what's holding you back, potentially even mentally or emotionally from moving forward. Also, just be aware that plans can go a little bit awry, so lead some extra time also, for people who have any kind of addiction issues, this could be an incredibly difficult week. So be aware of that and use all your tools. Saturn has now moved into the sign of Pisces, so there can be hardship as a result of taking impulsive actions. Mars can be impulsive to pursue escapism. Yeah, use all your tools if you need to call your sponsor or whatever you need. Think about that this week. The next thing I want to make you aware of is as the sun, which puts the spotlight on things, illuminates things, will conjunct Neptune at 25 degrees of Pisces on Wednesday. Yeah, so sun, Neptune, the fog can clear. Neptune is the planet of illusions and delusions. You may Feel more motivated to pursue your dreams or your higher purpose or your ideals. It's a great day for visualizing. So if you can have a light schedule where you can just let your mind float a little bit, great day for meditating. Ideas come to you. Use your, your notes app or your voice memo to capture things. Be careful again on this day about escapism and also about self-delusion. Someone could think they could do more than they can during this day. Yeah, it can be a leader like your CEO may call a, a meeting and tell you this great, incredible vision, but you may be sitting there thinking that this scheme is very impractical or like someone could try to deceive you. So just be aware when Neptune's at play, you gotta don't agree to anything right away unless you, you have to make a quick decision. And on Tuesday, we're gonna have a last quarter moon at 24 degrees of Sagittarius. So the sun will be at 24 Pisces, the moon at 24 Sagittarius, 
and Mars will be at 25 Gemini. So there will be a mutable T-square in the sky. Again, people may be having a lot of impulsive desires to like just act out. There can be relationships ending, Pisces season things end. So just be aware because also Venus, the planet of relationships, love, beauty, and harmony is in Aries. People may feel like they can do bad all by themselves and it squares Pluto. Pluto can end things in a very big, fiery, volcanic manner. So keep that in mind. If you start a fight, be prepared to see it through till the end. I wouldn't advise getting into any senseless arguments or arguing about like chores or things like that. But people may be arguing about big ideals. And sometimes you need to have just need to have conflict. Sagittarius is a sign that's ruled by Jupiter. There can be deep desires for freedom, especially with the fact that Jupiter's in Aries and Venus is in Aries as well. I can just see someone telling someone off, stomping off. If you remember waiting to exhale when Angela Bassett lit that match and threw it in the garage and set her cheating husband's everything, his favorite car, all his clothes, all his stuff aflame. I really feel this energy on this day. And it's a really important last quarter moon because this cycle, you know, I talk about these 27 month cycles. So this is a cycle coming to an end that started at a solar eclipse. So the solar eclipse was on December 14th of 2020, and it was at 23 degrees of Sagittarius. And this was the day the vaccines were made available. Yeah, there was news about vaccines. One of the things I'm wondering with Jupiter conjunct Chiron and Aries, this transit was exact yesterday, that there may be news, Jupiter the truth about like the COVID lab leak theory Was it a lab leak or did it start in a wet market? There could also be news, something about vaccine effectiveness or how often people should be getting boosters. So really notice this week if you hear any news related to COVID or vaccines. Yeah, so the first quarter moon, the sun was in Virgo, the moon in Sagittarius on September 13th of 2021 at 21 degrees of each of those signs. The full moon was June 14th, 2022, where the sun was in Gemini and the moon in Sagittarius at 23 degrees of each of those signs. And now we have the last quarter moon with the sun in Pisces and the moon in Sagittarius on March 14th, 2023 at 24 degrees of each of the signs. Now, If you've seen my presentation on A Tale of Two Kings, both Gavin Newsom and Donald Trump are intimately related to these cycles. So see if we hear any news about either of them. You know, everybody's waiting. When is Trump going to get indicted? Maybe it's this week. I thought it would have been around when Saturn was opposite his ascendant. We shall see. Gavin Newsom is the governor of California for anyone who doesn't know who he is. So it'll be interesting to see what news this week happens about either of the two of them. 
But in our own lives, what we want to be aware of is that, yeah, there can be this deep desire for freedom. Be careful about not getting into senseless arguments. Really, you may get the motivation, the enthusiasm, the way forward, the clarity to move your dreams forward. Yes. But think about the dates through the cycle and if they make sense to you or there's a storyline that's been running, take note of it. On Sunday, the word of the day is navigation. We start the week with the moon in the intense and watery sign of Scorpio. The moon is in fall in Scorpio. It does not like to be in this sign because you know emotions can be really get held on and obsession can start. And on this day, the moon in Scorpio will try the sun in Pisces. So I really want you to think about how you navigate the ship of your emotions, especially since on this day, the sun is parallel Neptune, which is like a conjunction and also the asteroid Icarus. And the myth of Icarus is father was an inventor that made these wings. I think it was out of um, wood so that he could fly but there was like wax that held them together. And the father told Icarus, don't fly up too high. Well, he flew too close to the sun. The wax melted and he came crashing down to the earth and passed away. So to me, this is like really being aware if you have like drug issues or gambling issues or like a self-sabotaging habit can send someone over the edge. So just be aware of that and be mindful on this day. You can also use it just to go sailing or do something around the water or, you know, play play splashing. I guess nobody's really splashing in the pool. Well, maybe you can go to your local pool if it's indoors and heated or you live somewhere warm. Enjoy some healthy water on this day. On Monday, the word of the day is review. The moon enters the sign of Sagittarius at 12.20 a.m. Pacific time. Sagittarius is a fire sign. It's mutable energy. Can you feel the fire of enthusiasm and joy? And it's a really great day to get some exercise and move your body. I always recommend moving your chi when the moon is in fire signs. Now, notice if you feel any different with this moon than you normally do when the moon is in Sagittarius if you keep a moon journal, because the moon will, for the first time in over 28 years, square Saturn, and Saturn will be in Pisces. So Saturn just moved into Pisces last week. Now, what I think we can use this for is controlled expansion. So if you go back and review like any plans you had drawn up or any projects at work or at home or whatever. And you you can help get you some clarity on what are the boundaries or limits that you may need to put on top of your goals. Yeah, think about that on this day. Mercury is semi-square, the North Node, and you can get some ideas about what needs to be changed when you're doing your review. On Tuesday, the word of the day is fantasy. So this is the day that Mars squares Neptune, Mars and Gemini, an air sign square Neptune in Pisces, a water sign at 25 degrees of each of the signs. 
be really careful about deceptive behavior. This is like you just aren't thinking, you click an email and now you've got a virus on your computer or someone tricks you. Like I have problems with these scammers on Instagram pretending to be me and occasionally people fall for it and give them money. So yeah, there are people in this world who are deceptive. So watch out for that. Now this can be great creative energy, or you can feel like very enlightened or be driven to a spiritual pursuit. This is the day of the last quarter moon at 24 degrees of Sagittarius. And that last quarter moon is at 7.08 p.m. Pacific time. Last quarter moons are a crisis of consciousness where you integrate psychologically. So think about all of the dates I mentioned earlier. Is there a story that's coming to conclusion? What have you learned? What have you learned over the Mars and Gemini transit? Yeah, take some time, a great time to do some writing, do like an oracle card or tarot spread about, you know, what has been your learning over this time? Think about, you know, what are your biggest fantasies? This could be a great day to just let your imagination run amok. And also to be very silent. It's a good day to not not get into a conflict. And if your mouth is closed, that will help you not have an argument. On Wednesday, the word of the day is practicality. The moon enters the sign of Capricorn at 5.05 a.m., And Capricorn is earth energy. It's great for planning, strategizing, and scheduling. The sun is conjunct Neptune at 4.38 p.m. Pacific time on this day. So if things aren't clear on this day, they should be clear maybe in a day or two. Because once the sun is conjunct Neptune, it often can be like the fog lifts and Things that you had difficulty seeing become clear. On Thursday, the word of the day is clarity. Now, this can be a day that some hard truths you become aware of. Mercury is going to conjunct Neptune. Mercury, the planet of communication, plus the planet of illusions and delusions. You may hear something that you weren't meant to hear or that like, really brings it home something maybe you've been trying to ignore is a possibility. You could also use this for incredibly creative thinking. For artists, this could be an amazing day of creativity. The sun will also, sun in Pisces squaring Mars and Gemini, both at 25 degrees of the signs. So sun square Mars This can be like a conflict between the ego and the drive. And yeah, I feel like there just could be some frustration with this energy, or you may get clarity about some deceptive actions from someone else is what I'm feeling with this. Venus in Aries is square Pluto in Capricorn. They're both at 29 degrees of the sign. The 29th degree is that anoretic karmic degree. There could be big news in the collective on this day about some kind of relationship breaking down. Power struggles are possible. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting week. 
Venus will enter the sign of Taurus at 3.33 p.m. Pacific time. Venus is at home in Taurus. She can do her thing with ease, delight in the senses, enjoy the finer things in life, and enjoy the sensual pleasures. Uh, so great for enjoying like gardening and cooking and tactile stuff. A lot of artists have Venus in Taurus, actors, singers. Yeah, listen to some beautiful music on this day. Now, Mercury and Pisces will also square Mars and Gemini. Mercury square Mars, that's just can be inner tension in your head. Like you really push, 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 and maybe you'll have a breakthrough with this. It can also be just people in an argument, a verbal argument over things that aren't clear. This feels very like gaslighting energy on this day. So somebody's getting clear that they're being gaslit by someone and they may just say, this is enough. I'm done. On Friday, the word of the day is Eureka. Mercury will go Kazemi. So what that means is Mercury will meet the sun at 3.44 a.m. Pacific time at 26 degrees of Pisces. When Mercury goes to the heart of the sun, it is like reborn. If you're awake, you can just brainstorm for a while, get quiet, get contemplative, maybe meditate, and amazing ideas can come through. You may strike creative gold with this energy. The moon will enter Aquarius at 7.24 a.m. Pacific time. Aquarius energy is also, it's an air sign, so it can be very future thinking. For some people, this is going to be like an incredible week of visioning, of brainstorming, of having ideas, of completing projects, things like that. For others, it can be a difficult time. So have compassion for other people as they go through this week. It's going to hit people's charts differently. People with a lot of mutable energy, meaning they have planets in Gemini, Pisces, Sagittarius, and Virgo can be impacted very strongly. Yeah. On this day, also Venus and Taurus will sextile Saturn in Pisces. So they're both at one degree of the signs. So there may be, you may strike gold. Some people may have like the biggest blowout fight of their life and decide we are going to stay together, whether they're business partners or marriage partners or love partners. Yeah, that we are going to recommit to something. Sextiles are opportunities or decide it is time to call it quits and goodbye. I forgot to mention that Venus is in Taurus, her home sign, until April 10th. Make sure you make some time to enjoy the sensual pleasures during this transit. On Saturday, the word of the day is goodbye. The balsamic moon at 12 degrees of Aquarius is at 3.58 a.m. Pacific time. The balsamic moon phase is the last of the cycle. And the moon is losing the rest of her light over the next couple of days. It's a time to get quiet, to go within. There'll probably be news of probably more than one well-known person dying because Mercury 
in Pisces as sextile Pluto and Capricorn. So if Jimmy Carter is still alive, this may be when he leaves over the next couple of days. Yeah, there could be other well-known people passing on. Pisces season's always a time of endings. We're wrapping up this big month where there's been so much shifting energy. Yeah, and then Mercury will enter Aries at 9.23 p.m. Pacific time until April 3rd. So Mercury, the planet of communication and this fiery sign of Aries, you may get like just really feel a lot of mental energy to start moving things forward. But wait until after the new moon would be my recommendation. So I know this episode has been extra long, but I hope you found it useful. That's it for this week. I'd love to see you in Moon Mastery or at one of my new moon workshops, Aries season, the Aries new moon is the new year. So make sure that even if you don't come to the workshop, that you set your intentions on what you want to grow. So that's it for this week. Feel free to email me at Celeste at astrologybyceleste.com with any astrology and action stories about what you experience throughout the week. Take care and I'll catch you next week. Thank you for listening to Celestial Insights. To learn more about my work, please visit my website, astrologybyceleste.com where I offer personal readings, horary consultations, cosmic coaching, group events, and classes to help guide people to higher levels of fulfillment. You can also find me on Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, and Facebook at Astrology by Celeste. If you enjoyed Celestial Insights, please help others find the show. Follow rate it five stars, or write a nice review. I would so appreciate it. I'm astrologer, coach, and intuitive Celeste Brooks, and I'll be back next week. 